Hello, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. Thank you so much for downloading You, Me, Them, Everybody live in Austin, Texas at the New Movement Theater. Before we begin, I'd like to thank our sponsors. Stephanie Haas and I were able to travel to Austin to do this show at the New Movement, thanks to the very kind people at the Wonderland Ballroom in Washington, D.C., Direction Tour Marketing in Chicago, Illinois, The Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois, and for some odd, wonderful reason, Jepson's Malort, a liqueur in Chicago, Illinois. Throughout the show, you'll be hearing a little uh, snippets of why we love these people, and uh, it's completely true. You don't have to lie. That's very nice. So without further ado, here's You Meet Them Everybody Live in Austin, Texas, with a pretty insanely good lineup. And uh, yeah, here's the show. This is incredibly weird. We're at a place. Uh, we're starting the show incredibly late and early at the exact same time, and I'm going to do the show Donahue style. My name is Brandon Weatherby. Your name is? Ben Kronberg. Seth Olenek. Nate Bargetzi. Stephanie Haas. And this is not our usual format, nor will this ever be the format of the show again because it's a horrible, horrible idea for a format. Let's, for the listener at home, describe what we're wearing from the waist up. Go, Ben. Uh, two shirts. Uh, nothing. Two shirts. Uh, Forever 21 top sports bra exposed. I agree with Stephanie Haas as the best outfit of the night. Three of our three of our five people on the stage, uh, that concludes me, uh, have uh, their shows that they have to be to in uh, at eleven minutes. So we're going to do this very, very, very quickly. Ben, you're a very successful comedian. Uh, how does it feel to be successful? Uh, different than that word. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Seth, you are a, a comic, not a comic, I'm sorry, you're a photographer that takes photos of comics, and you were able to raise over $32,000 to get your book published. Why did that happen? Uh, sucking a lot of dicks. Fair enough. Nate, you're a very, very successful comic with a wife and a child. Is it weird to have a very happy and fulfilling home life? I'm hoping, I'm assuming that's not fair to you. Is it weird to have that at home with a lot of your peers don't? Uh, it is weird they, because the peers like, look like they have a lot more fun, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Stephanie, is it weird to be a female on this stage and at this festival in general? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on a stool much higher than everyone else, so I kind of feel like I'm their pet bird. That's very good. Now let's go back to Ben. Ben, what I like about you, you've done the show in the past, you've done other shows of mine in the past, I like everything about you, and a lot of the things that people don't realize is you're in an all-denim outfit. How often are you in all-denim? Uh, most days. Fantastic. Now, Seth, why photograph comedians instead of being a comic yourself? Have you ever wanted to, like, I don't know, try out on an open mic? Uh, I have tried out an open mic. It was semi-successful. Then why stop? Why go behind the lens? Why hide? Uh, actually, the, the uh, open mic was more recent than being behind the lens. So. Okay, why are you throwing wrenches into this and can't we just move on? Sorry. Yes, and uh, yes, and I should have uh, um, thought about it first, but you know, I figured I don't have a successful... Nate, do you feel like it's... Since you've had a child and because you have a wife, I'm married and I'm, a, I'm really concerned about this stuff. I'm sorry. You're kind of a guy that I could look up to and like, oh, this guy's not failing and he's older than me and he's doing well and he doesn't want to be here right now and I get why. I understand completely. So did that make you try harder to make you think of things differently or did it really impact anything? Is it just a natural progression? I think it was just a natural... I don't think it like impacted any... You know, I, that's the weird part is I thought like when you have a kid, you always hear people like, oh, start working hard. But I mean, I just am doing exactly the same as I was before. Yeah, but you're doing well. For example, you're on a major late night television show uh, this week on Thursday, so that's good. Not this show. He's on a major late night television show. Stephanie, do you have any desires to be on a major late night television show? Yes. Fantastic, Ben. You had your Comedy Central special. How do you think it went? I think it went well, but um, my agent doesn't think that. Is that person still your agent? No. Fantastic. The Hollywood insider, right? Insider business stuff. Okay, Seth, uh, your book is called Funny Business. What's one portrait that you think people will see and make them want to buy the book? Um, John Hamm. What's so interesting about the John Hamm photo? I have not seen that one. It's showing John Hamm in a very vulnerable place. What do you know? You ooh, spoilers, right? Get it? Nate, are you watching True Detective? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Stephanie, are you watching True Detective? Yes. Ben, are you the Yellow King? What? Perfect. Seth, what are your thoughts of the show Girls? Uh, there are not enough guys on it. Fair enough. Nate, what's the best thing about podcasting? You have your own podcast. Uh, I don't have my own. I thought you had your own podcast. It did, it did not work out. You had your own podcast. We tried yeah. a long time ago. I like this format that you're doing. I think it's awesome. <laughs> this is definitely a hard-hitting bullshit question. Stephanie Haas, if you're any member of Girls... 
which Samantha and or Carrie are you? Oh, God. Uh, uh, I'm probably a Hannah, but I don't want to be. That means nothing to me. Back to Ben. Ben, where exactly are you from? I don't say your mother's vagina or something bullshitty like that. I mean, in the, the birth certificate, where does it say the hospital? Uh, St. Joseph's Hospital in Denver, Colorado. Shout out to St. Joe's. Seth, what's your thoughts on God? Is he one of us? Go. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, she is, guys. God is a genderless idea, so you're almost there. Nate, how likely is it that Ben in real life will become a Yellow king S type of person? Uh, I think he's already been one, and we'll do it again. <laughs> Success is in the cards. We have one more uh, round of questions. Uh, Stephanie Haas, we stayed in a place that you would describe as what last night? A murder house? Perfect. No, this is what I wanted to get to our guests for. Where have you guys stayed? Think of where you've stayed. Every single one of you is a veteran. Some of you have been doing comedy for more than five, six, seven years. Some of you have been taking photos for quite a long time. That means you're on the road a good amount. What is the scariest place you've ever slept in that relates to comedy and or photography? You good? Have everybody have a thing in mind? Feel free to lie. Let's start with you, Ben. Here we go. Um, on the couch with a black girl. How did it end? Uh, I couldn't finish. Could we really quickly explain why you moved to New York? Because um, uh, I got a blowjob in the back of a cab the first night that I went, visited. Has it ever happened again? No. Perfect. Seth, horror stories, let's go. Um, I slept under a desk in a motel that had burn marks from a crack pipe while a baby was crying in the bed right next to me. What city was this? I'm assuming it was a city. Anytown, USA. <laughs> Sick to photos. Nate, horror story. Was it Pittsburgh? Was it Pittsburgh? Um, no. Where was it? Come on. You said we could make something up. Oh, I get it. You're a liar. Nate, please don't lie to me. All right. I, uh, apartment I lived at when I first uh, moved to New York, I shared the living room, and uh, I just had a curtain that would block us, my room off, but it was in the living room, and then and another guy was right next to me, and he was a little person, but his part was huge, and mine was small. That makes a lot of sense. Ladies and gentlemen, all three of these people have to go. Uh, people could actually, if that's a dumb thing to plug, uh, you could see him on uh, The Tonight Show on Thursday. And uh, if you're interested, I don't, you're, he's about to go stream a show for Yahoo. For Yahoo, that search engine that everyone actually uses is Yahoo, second only to Bing. Bing and Yahoo, the best search engines in the world. Um, and he will be here for the duration of the festival. And he's a very funny man. And uh, yeah, you could leave now. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. You were so good. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Seth is about to go do his actual job, which is a, be an amazing photographer. He's going to Esther's Follies. Do you know what show you're about to shoot? Uh, it would be Fred Armisen's uh, Showcase. So every single person on the stage, other than me, has a relation to late night. That's depressing to me. That's, that's going to be a very fun show for you to shoot. Ben, you're here for the duration of the festival, at least for the comedy part. Here until Tuesday, till the 11th. I leave the 11th. Everyone always leaves on 311. That's the old Irish saying, when it's 311, you make a wish so you never go down. By the way, the color's amber. What's your energy color? Go ahead. Uh, teal. That's why you're never going to be a successful songwriter, guys. Amber... That's the color of all of our energies. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, you know, uh, you, uh, my Twitter, because that's kind of just where everything that I would like to plug gets plugged. So go. To it's good to plug plugs. Yeah, go to the source. I want to tell you where the fountain is so you can drink from it whenever you want. You go to the magazine The Source to watch the, the, chrono, the, the, uh, the, the Aronofsky film The Fountain. You can watch The Fountain or Requiem, both from, yeah, they're both my bio. Your, your, your bio is the Requiem for a Dream link. That's a very good link. It's on Netflix right now, guys. Check it out. Uh, follow him on Twitter. At Ben Kronberg. And I also recommend watching his little vines because they're black and white and that makes them deep. He's a real artist. Every Instagrams. Those, are, those are Instagrams. I'm sorry. Only black and white Instagram counts as real art. Everything else is fucking bullshit. Is that correct, Ben? Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, yeah. All right, Seth, go do your job. Thank you so much for being here. You, oh, if you have a book, Funny Business, why, I thought, I was going to plug that. Do I need to plug anything else? Do you have dates you want to plug? <laughs> um, I'm going to be photographing people next month, if you guys want to come check it out. Um, <laughs> and probably the month after that, if all goes well. If all goes well. 
Best photography interview I've ever done. Thank you so much. I'm going to put out some uh, little postcards for you guys with 10% off coupons if you buy the book from my website. Is it okay if I link that to the podcast description so people could use it online? 100%. Fantastic. And you get the most money if people buy it through what source? Your website or Amazon? Through your website. Because fuck Amazon. This festival is all about saying fuck corporate sponsorship even though they've made everything cheaper. Fuck those guys. Fuck Oreo. Thanks for the personalized Oreo, Oreo. You have to go. Thank you so much for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Seth and maybe Ben. Ben, you're welcome to stay, but you should leave with your friend if you're a good friend. Yeah, you should probably leave. It's going to be weird if you don't. Now you're just uh, here. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. That was a surprise for Ben. Listen, guys, that's not how usually the show goes. That didn't go poorly, though, so that might be how the show is from now on. Why am I talking with this tone? That's just how it is. Anyways. All right, that was the first segment. Things are a little bit out of order, and that's more than fine. We had a very fun time. Uh, I'd like to thank our first sponsor, the Wonderland Ballroom in Washington, D.C. The Wonderland Ballroom is in the lovely Columbia Heights neighborhood, and it's where we do you them everybody live in dc for about the last two years it's a fantastic place you can see our show there the first friday of the month uh every wednesday of the month uh you meet them everybody occasionally helps throw these shows called wonderland wednesday so it's a, it's a wonderful variety of shows christian hunt has a great show haywood turnipsey jr has a show Lindsay has a show called church night that's just fantastic and adam friedland has a show called funny moms and i don't think there are any women on that lineup it's a fantastic place it's at 1101 kenyon avenue northwest in the lovely columbia heights neighborhood of dc for more information go to their website it's linked in the podcast description here and follow them on twitter once again that's linked in the podcast description back to the show i think it's time for the monologue which is actually the second part of the show here we go uh welcome to you me them everybody most intros come eight minutes after the start of the show this is a talk show why am i here why the fuck am i here not this is not some like deep time as a flat circle bullshit but just literally why am i at this festival am am i too old to be i'm 31 years old is that too old to be at south by southwest the fact that the sound guy is shaking his head no is not good or bad that makes me question it even more that this is not good we're fucking racquetball system here never played the game racquetball i don't think it's called a racquetball system anyways racquetball isn't on espn ever is it it seems like an incredibly difficult sport, and no one gives a shit. This is the first time I've been doing a monologue without anyone else in the room having a microphone, so for the listener at home, everyone is laughing and giving me standing ovations. You just can't hear it. Um, 31. Is, I don't know if that's too old. Like, because I'm here as a journalist. <laughs> All right, I'm laughing out loud into the microphone, which I know you heard, because that's how sound works. And it uh, it's because I write my opinion on bands from the 90s. I had about 3311 references up here, guys. That's what journalism is. I'm not a real journalist, but I have a past that says I am. Anyways, I'm 31. The other person from the company I work for that's coming here is 26. She seems to be the target demo for this festival. For example, she could understand why the grumpy cat appearance is extremely important, and she cares about the croissant donut thing that's going to be over here, but I don't. I'm in a Motel 6, and I'm very happy with that because I'm no longer on a French couch. What does that say about me? My, my back hurts. My, the, the, the idea of pain in my back is what moved me to a Motel 6, that and murder. But anyways... Is is it is is it okay to be in Austin at thirty one? This is supposed to be a weird place. This is the least weird weird city I've been to. Have you guys been to Detroit? That shit's weird. It doesn't make sense. Have you been in New Orleans? That's a weird place. Any this is not a weird city. This is a relatively clear. Ooh, the birds are different. You have different birds. That's what you have here. It's not a weird. It's a fine place. You don't even have a train system. No one's peeing randomly at different places while moving. That's not how things happen here. It's not weird. It's fine. It's safe. It feels very safe, but kind of like you should have a basement. Why does no no one has basement? You don't like basements here? We're going to talk about the architectural integrity of the city for the duration of the show. It's going to be fantastic. I'm not single. Should I be single here? Should I be trying to 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 mate with? Should I be doing that? Is that what single people do? They go mate. 
my favorite uh, uh, like euphemism for hooking up right now is we've got to get that strange. That's a great one. That's just that says it all. No matter how you say it, it comes out like that. You know what I mean? It's a great saying. I'm like I said, I'm married. I think that's actually a good thing of why I'm here. But if anything, it's just reflecting the the like the mirror that is why am I here? It's you should be at home. I miss my cats. I miss my cats. I'm not. I could walk. I have legs. I go places. I do things. I, I genuinely miss my cats. That's okay. People are upset that I'm here. By people, I just mean every single person I know that's on Twitter making fun of me for being here. And I get that. I get it because I'm going to get a personalized Oreo. Is that silly to do? Is it silly to stand in line 30 minutes to get a personalized Oreo? I don't know who that voice is supposed to be anymore. Is that me? It might be me. I might get bored. I'm not even, this is, I'm not even drinking. I'm not, this is a sober person talking. That's not healthy. I haven't seen a therapist in like four months. I used to go all the time. I used to drink all the time. This show is sponsored by Jepson's Malort, everybody. Uh, Jepson's Malort is a uh, produced and bottled for Carl Jepson Company, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we will be giving away whatever. If you want to just take a poll, we'll just give it to you. Uh, here's what's important about Jepson's Malort. It's bottled by Midwest Distillers Products, which is located in Florida. Because when I think of the Midwest, I think of the Florida brewery or whatever. Uh, it's not available in Florida. Just Chicago. Not making it fib here. Uh, Jepson's Malort has the aroma and full-bodied flavor of an unusual botanical. Its bitter taste is savored by two-fisted drinkers. This is a dare. This is the only bottle of alcohol that dares you to put it inside of you, and that's why it's a sponsor of this fine program. Guys, did, 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 uh, did, should I just be sucking off Malone Michaels? Is that the goal? Is that what we're trying to Should I be playing beer pong with you? I'm sorry. Did I fail you? That's okay. I'm having a fantastic time. I'm breaking even. I'm breaking even thanks to a liquor company and a bar. That's, that says, is that the first step of AA, just justifying doing a talk show across the country because a bar picked up your tab? I think that makes me a successful person. Stephanie, I would like you for you to sit here right now. I feel like I'm doing a play. And or just a very long... Is this what Fringe is? I think this is what Fringe is. Guys, welcome to Edinburgh. We're going to say things in a way that you could kind of maybe understand them. Eddie Izzard, right? Isn't that right? He wore heels. Stephanie Haas is the co-host. But that's how you know we're at a South by Southwest show, guys. It's DIY. We have one microphone. Give it up for Stephanie! All right, I'd like to thank the Hungry Brain. The Hungry Brain is where we started doing this show. It's in Chicago, Illinois, and it's my favorite bar in the whole wide world. Every Monday and Tuesday night, Esmeralda Leone, the Chicago co-host of this show, programs a fantastic array of music, comedy, film, etc. It's some really great stuff. On Thursday night, Stephanie Haas, the co-host of this Austin show, has a weekly series there as well. Stephanie Haas also does this show called Comedy Secrets at the Hungry Brain, and it's quite possibly the favorite, my favorite show that you will never be able to watch and or listen to unless you're in the room. That's kind of the whole premise of the show. It's amazing, and we did it in Austin, and I wish I could tell you about it, but I'm, I can't. It's part of this thing. It's called Comedy Secrets. Anyways, The Hungry Brain is at 2319 West Belmont in the lovely Roscoe Village neighborhood of Chicago, Illinois. And like, we, like I said, You Me and Everybody presents every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at The Hungry Brain. In addition to uh, what we do there, it's just a great part to like you know live and hang out in. But on Sunday nights, uh, the people behind this amazing jazz scene in Chicago have uh, free jazz. The the genre is free jazz. It's not. It's technically free. You should give donations because you know whatever. So Mike Reed runs that, and he does an amazing job with that. So yeah, go to the Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois, twenty three nineteen West Belmont. Back to the show. This is how we're doing the desk piece. This is how we're, you want to sit behind the desk? Nah, this is this feels good. This feels like fringe. This feels like we're making art. Now you said earlier I'm gonna scream so that <laughs> I don't have to use the mic, and I'm assuming it'll pick it up. Okay, guys, I'm with, I was training the theater. I'll be at the Kennedy Center next week. I'm not lying. That's true. The next week I'll be hosting a two-hour tribute to Pete Seeger. Doing this, it's going to do the same bullshit. It's going to change the world, guys. This is how you change the world. Stephanie, you have no desire for, to go to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. What no. is that? Uh, I don't know. It just sounds like a bad time. Why does it sound like a bad time to do 30 days of straight shows with people that probably don't like you because of where you're from? That, yeah, that. Why? It sounds great. That's why I do South By. <laughs> I did CMJ. I did New Orleans. I did all the fests. You seem particularly unhinged tonight. I can't see 
because I don't know if my friend Steve's here. Good, he's not here. Okay, this is what happened. You want to tell the story or not? Are we gonna Are we gonna talk about? Uh... Yeah, you can tell the story. No, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that on the next show. Oh, do you want to plug your next Let's do that on The Secrets show. I have a show called Comedy Secrets. I run it every month in Chicago, and we're doing it here tonight at uh, 11.15 after this show. What's the premise of that show? People tell secret stories. The audience has to take an oath of secrecy, and then you can't talk about anything that happens outside of the room. So people, you know, talk about their alcoholism and their dead dads, and then we make fun of them. <laughs> Sometimes people cry on stage. It's great. Can anyone listen to this show online no. and or watch it? No. Why? Because it's a secret. See, guys, it's a thing. It's a theme. We have a premise and theme. And we. Li- Why am I talking like Cosby? I don't know. Can we just share the mic? Yeah, we can share the mic. Okay. Are you going to see... Cosby's actually at this festival. Are you going to go see Cosby? I didn't know why I didn't do this earlier. Are you going to see Cosby tomorrow? Oh, I didn't know he was tomorrow. I don't have anything planned. I didn't do any research. I'm not a nerd. No one laughed or applauded. No. You just made fun of the people in the room. Thank you so I'm much. You're not a nerd. I hate nerdist. I am the opposite. I'm cool guys. That's my podcast network. It's just cool guys hanging out, calling each other bros, and picking up strange. <laughs> See, that's kind of a callback, right? Um, Bill Cosby's here tomorrow night, and after what just recently came out about Bill Cosby, I can't go to the show anymore. It's. Do you know what happened about the Bill Cosby thing? I mean, I know. I know things about him, but I don't know anything recent. What's, what do you know about him? You know about how he used to drug women and assault them? Yeah, that's the thing. It just oh, came up. Yeah, it's not news. Oh, because so it's not new. It's like, oh, he's doing his new 20 minutes that isn't about I thought you, you said You said something new came up. Yeah, that's like, like, hey, why aren't we paying attention to this? Jezebel brought up, and I said, okay, Jezebel, you're right. Hmm. So now everyone's thinking about Bill Cosby, the rapist. It's going to be a fun festival, guys. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oreos is here. They're putting your name on a cookie. We did not get our names on a cookie. Why not? Because uh, I think we were too cool. I don't know. We wanted to see what was happening in the AT&T cool down hackathon tent. I don't Did you hack anything in the AT&T hackathon tent? Most things. Did you like how those words turned into one long... Why, why, what, are we, what are we doing? I thought we were going to talk about Malort. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about our sponsor, Jepson's Malort Liquor. Uh, this is a thing that we brought. We had to check a bag for this. Wait, yeah, actually, does anyone, does anyone want to come up here and have a shot of this? It's, you should. Yeah, Mike, come on down. It's, um, it's not like anything else you would ever drink. This is not, I'm not doing this to be weirdly commercial. Like, you won't be able to buy it. Yeah, this is, this is, not, this is the best, worst sponsor ever. <laughs> here, try this thing we brought. Like, no one you, else you'll have to fly to Chicago and go to a bar. It'll kill whatever, whatever, It'll kill whatever you. age you have on your mouth will be killed by it. I'm a doctor. Wait, what's wrong with you people? Did you actually taste it? Did you put it in your mouth? There's no way you taste... Oh, yeah, there we go. I think it tastes like a grapefruit rind. Yeah. It's disgusting. I know a lot of boys in bars in Chicago who drink it on the rocks because bartenders will be so impressed that they'll give it to them for free. Okay. Yeah. This is, is this what a, is this like a wake or is this like a first date? I can't tell. It's somewhere in the middle. It's like if I stop, if, if I stop the, the audio that's like projecting from my mouth, it'll just die or it'll just be like okay and everything will be fine. I can't tell. It's one or the other. It's not in the middle. It's just a drastic thing. I should have watched the movie Armageddon. I don't know why I'm thinking about the movie. Is, is Matthew McConaughey in Armageddon? No. It feels like he should be in Armageddon. What should Matthew McConaughey be? Let's just, just make this another McConaughey cast. Anyways, uh, I feel like we should actually move on. Is that okay with you? No, we're going to do this for another 20 minutes. It's going to be fantastic. What's actually next? Oh, Drennan. Drennan, are you in the area? Fantastic. Come to the stage and finish setting up, please. This is what's going to happen. We have two musical uh, acts, and I'm very, very, very excited for both of them. Come to the stage. Come to the stage, because I think you guys aren't even done setting up. Is that correct, or are you ready? Oh, I love you so much, so much, so much. Why am I talking like that? I should slow down. No, I'm sober. Isn't that weird? Like, that does, I sound coked up, right? Yeah, I'm a tense guy. I'm a tense guy. I like, I know, I'm sorry about that. It's for the audio listener at home, I've cornered men. Okay. All right, I'd like to thank Direction Tour Marketing for printing all of our lovely posters for this show and many, many, many others of our show. Direction Tour Marketing, the name is a little bit misleading. They also do printing. Yes, uh, they are the easiest source for printed materials for Chica- in Chicago, Illinois, and I get them shipped to D.C. It's still cheaper than any other place in D.C. Super, super high-quality stuff. 
pretty good turnaround time. The only time I've ever had a problem had nothing to do with them and had everything to do with the U.S. mail and living in an apartment in D.C. Anyways, they're fantastic. Go to directiontourmarketing.com for more info. Since that's a very long URL, just go to the URL that's listed in this podcast description. Once again, Direction Tour Marketing. And uh, back to the show. We are Imaginary Radio. We're going to do a couple of songs. We're going to start with a party rock song. Do you guys like party rock? Yes. Okay, cool. That's good. This is a... Uh, it's, it's actually kind of been sad for party rock lately. Um, LMFAO died. They, uh... They literally laughed their fucking asses off. LLMFAO. It's kind of gross. Uh, we're going to start with this. It's kind of a tribute to them. I'm laughing and nothing's happened yet. Your I like your speedos. Oh, we got nice asses. You're good at compliments. You're good at compliments. We're good at compliments. We're both good at compliments. Yo, so what you drinking? So what you drinking? Yeah, so where you drinking? So where you drinking? Yeah, so how you drinking? I don't know. How, how are you drinking? Right, right, wait, wait. How? How? Oh yeah, I remember. I drink beer, baby Shot by hunters like Bambi? Oh no, that's horrible. I feel like I haven't really given myself time to process this, you know. It's this like is the place. I feel like it's just been bottled up inside, you know, and like just kinda and it's just kinda coming to the surface and like realizing shit like 
It's probably why I've been drinking. It's a happy song. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> okay, let's do one more. What do you want? What are we doing here? Let's do a classical song. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, this is a this is a Tchaikovsky song, uh, interpreted by Saint Brosov's Alpha Alpha Kappa Community Bros Choir. Good, bro, like my dad. Don't tell stuff. Spank my ass harder, bro. Initiation time. The press in your butt. Ha 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 Moonlight in your eyes We'll always have to lie Let's just keep this to ourselves No one else Merry chicks Be Republicans You suck each other's dicks Dude! Thanks guys Thank you very much for Imaginary Radio You guys are full of talent That's nice Good job Landlady, landlady, landlady Yeah, you have to follow that Good luck Alright, it's time to thank Jepson's Malort Jepson's Malort is the, the thing you drink if you're in Chicago and you want to punish your friend for turning a certain age. That's what this liquor is. It's amazingly bad. They kind of know it. It's on the bottle. I've had it multiple times in my life. I never once was glad I had it. Am I going to keep drinking it? Absolutely, because that's what you do when you celebrate with friends. You drink alcohol that makes you feel like you're dying on the inside. But instead of like, oh, it's an analogy. No, I think it actually kills you. It tastes like burnt grapefruit. Uh, on the bottle, there's a little warning. <laughs> That pretty much says, like, hey, you might like this, and if you don't, we know you're not going to like it. Only 1 in 49 people like this. It's absurd. They're great people. I don't know if this is what they wanted me to say, so I'll probably get in trouble for it. Anyways, try Jepson's Malord only if you're in Chicago. We had to ship this stuff because you can't buy it in uh, Austin, so that was a thing. I couldn't bring it back to D.C. because, what? thank God I couldn't. Now we donated the remainder to the theater. Thanks to Jepson's Malord for bringing us to Austin, Texas.
Okay. This is a song called, what should we, Dying Day? Yeah. This is a song about being afraid.
Are they still around? I wish they were. I'd love to see you tour with them. That'd be a great double billing. This makes me want to talk slower. But I won't. I'm just going to keep at this pace. This is what happens when you smoke. This is what the Lord does to your body. I'd like to think Late Night with Seth Myers and Seth by Southwest. Hashtag Seth SX. I'd like to thank Jimmy Kimmel Live for being in Texas. I want to thank Oreos. I want to thank AT&T. I want to thank the Samsung Galaxy. I'd like to thank Google Glass. I'd like to thank Google Chrome. I'd like to thank Google Chromecast. And most importantly, Bing. <laughs> Thanks for coming. For more information on Landlady, Google Landlady. Good luck. I'd like to thank our guests from earlier. They all died in a fire. Do you think this is what David Lynch's inner monologue sounds like? sounds, everything else is a lie. <laughs> I'm the Yellow King, thanks for coming in. <laughs>